This being described as what sounds like a dirty adjective, I'm doing I'm pretty good. Saying, you know, I'm just saying, you know. I know you're probably doing the NES thing of blowing the NES cartridge to put it in. I'm just saying, being a blowing cartridge person, I might be taken wrong in certain crowds. You know, technically, yeah, for all those people listening, if you're having problems with your Nintendo Entertainment System, it's not the cartridge, it's actually the connectors inside the Nintendo unit. So cleaning your cartridge, blowing in there, all stuff, actually doesn't help. They actually sell a retroactive kit that you can put in there to make the connection better, or you can just go out and buy a top loader. What I did was, I, always, I never blew up, I always lined it up to the front edge really carefully, and that seemed to work a lot. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, or I got mad and kicked it, threw the controllers at it, shook mm. it. I mean, that's what I do with the PS3 right now. Mm. How does that work? Oh, great. As you know, I've been online for like three days now. You have? You have. Yes. Yeah. That's the longest, I, you know, I think you've been on the PS3 longer than I have. That's right. I don't think yeah. I've ever been logged in that continuous amount of time. That's why they call me hardcore logged in. Or What? That's, that's a terrible nickname. Yeah, I know. It's really hard to say, too. They call me hardcore logged-in guy most of the time on the PS3 playing, not playing guy. doesn't sleep. <laughs> exactly. A, you know, maybe they should just come up with an acronym for that. Jackass probably works out pretty well. That'd be jerk. <laughs> um, oh, I'll figure it out later. So, as I was sitting around logged-in for three days, what were you playing, man? Hey, I've been playing one one game. Rage? I've been playing Rage. Those are the greatest game of the year? No. Was it the second greatest game of the year? No. Is it Fallout level greatness? No. Is it better than Gears of War 3? Um, I'd say... Not, pretend Gears of War 3 never had one or two, so you can't, it's a brand new game also. Oh, yeah. So Rage is better than Gears of War 3. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion. Well, that's my opinion. All right. So why why do you like it so much? All right. You, you want me to get into this? I'd just go, yes. Why not? All right. So Rage. Talk me into buying it. Okay. This this is a game that it like I've been talking about and... Here on Throw Controllers, we give you the straight facts. We're just two guys who spend our own money on games. We can, we have no 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 people sending us games, so we're gonna we're gonna tell you the straight dope. There's there's we have no no nobody that's our buddy that works over at uh, Beth that says a video game company. I do have a buddy that works at a video game company. Yeah, but but he's <laughs> not, not sending us shit. And <laughs> um. We're not we're not worried about offending anybody. So I, I mean I've I've been talking about this game, getting really excited. I was really excited about it, and um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. So um, it didn't live up to your uh, hype. No. So here's the thing: is the game it should have been reversed. You should have been pitching this game to me, 
because what this was mm-hmm. was non open world. So it was um yeah I knew yeah I heard about that right right so it's it, I mean there's there's some towns and you can drive between them but it's it's um very uh, uh Deus Ex. I mean, do sex, excuse me, don't want to pronounce that correctly. Yeah, just um, don't pronounce it correctly. You're American. American. Do sex, um, um, <laughs> type of, type of game where you have, you, you know, you walk through the city, but it's not like super spread out. But the same thing, it's just, you know, you're driving around. So you, f- you have like, it's kind of open, but it's not at all. Like you're, you're definitely driven to where you need to go. And, and every time you have a mission, when you leave the city, there's, you know, there's a, a GPS on your little map. It just shows you like, Drive straight, drive straight. And I was like, yeah, okay. I heard it was kind of like a, an add-on that seemed worthless, at least as a single player. Well, uh, you know, it's it's a means to get around. It's either that or just have a uh, a heads-up map, and you just select your destination, and then they say traveling. And uh, in this genre, uh, I guess you want the between towns is treacherous. There's, you know, things attacking you and stuff not. And then there are there are bandits and other people. Right. In Fallout and Fallout, did you do the quick travel in or did you walk everywhere? Um, well, I mean, you have to walk to some place before yeah. you quick travel to it, so you have to walk to it at least one time. True. But I'm just saying that like would it been if you would like fall as much if you could never quick travel. No, because I mean I like to jump around a lot, so yeah, that's all I'm I don't so, mind the click on somewhere and go there. That's fine with me. Well, no, I, yeah. So that's the thing. I, was, I, I think that would have been a nice option. But um, here's the thing with this game. Let's let's lay it out. So it's a shooter. There's no leveling up. There's not like, you know, there's no RPG element to it. You can get schematics out there to build different types of ammos and stuff like that with some parts and stuff you find on the wastes. But generally. You you will get all the guns essentially handed to you throughout the game, and um, you can buy a few slight enhancements for them, like a laser sight or something like that. But nothing that's like groundbreaking, and uh, so so it's not it doesn't have that RPG, it doesn't have that you know like real diverse amount of weapons. That there's probably about like maybe maybe ten. I don't know. I didn't. I have to count them. Which is maybe strange 10. for id. Right, so... Do you so, carry lots of weapons, or is it like carry two weapons and that's it? Yeah, you carry all of them. Okay. Once you have it, you have it. It's just whether you have ammo for it or not. Yeah. And you, I, you pick stuff up, but there's not like a point where it's like inventory full. It's just like, yeah, you got a bunch of shit with you. you know yeah, I mean? Well, I just, I, I'm like debating nowadays about if I like it better when you get like only two weapons you can carry at a time and you have to pick which ones, or like the half-life of... You got all the weapons you have on your person, and you can use them as you wish if you have ammo for them. Like, uh, both have their advantages, I think, but... Yeah, I I, kind of like all the weapons. So do I, because, I mean, I just like it because sometimes it's like like there's some neat weapon, like, say, the Shrink Ray from Duke Duke Nukem or something that I might use every so often, but it's not something I want to use constantly, so I would like to have it, but not be, the like, taking up a slot. Yeah. 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 No. 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 I. 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 Uh, I feel that. Feel that, son. <laughs> so, um, anything else about rage? Yeah. So. So here's the deal. Like I said, it's a shooter, and it's it's got a fantastic en- engine on it. I mean, obviously, it knows how to make an engine. I... The the game is runs 
beautifully. I heard it, I heard some people complain about the the graphics of Wait, Rays. I didn't say anything about the graphics. You said how it but ran. You said the engine was <laughs> no, Oh, well, that was the one thing about Rage and, and if people don't know that is they were talking about that the game will always run at 60 FPS. You know, I, I swear it didn't drop below it the whole time. Yeah, that, that was their one. They claimed the one goal was to make sure the game always ran at 60 FPS. So it was always Range smooth, no matter whether there was tons of guys coming at me. Uh, each weapon ha- felt uh, had a different feel to it, and you know had some. You know, uh, felt like you felt like you know, like when you shot, hit someone with a shotgun, if they were running at you, they'd literally like do a. You know, they might they would continue their forward motion even if you blew off their head they might come flying past you so i mean it was there were it was it was good uh the animations of like all the 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 ai characters that you talk to throughout the game fluid movements um you move to side to side they actually follow your their 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 head tracks you and their eyes track you um so so i mean from from that point of view uh really great the one thing I found is that, and now this is the, the PS3 version, so I'm assuming it's probably relatively same for the Xbox version, is that this game would be look phenomenal on a powerful PC. They had to, they had to take the graphics and and take the slider all the way down. Well, from what I understand, is the that's the way the engine works is. It degrades the like the scenery graphics as the to keep the frame rate high. It degrades as you play. So it, if it, more it, monsters show up, the background starts degrading as you're fighting them. It didn't even matter when I first started the game. First thing you do is you walk out of whatever your vault you want to call it because it's essentially the same thing as in Fallout, your vault. And I looked around the world and I was like, wow, you know, very you know blinky eyed type of oh, it's the world. And I looked at the railing to the right of me. Because I was on this like catwalk type of thing, and the rock in front of me, I watched the texture pop in. I was like, "Okay, texture's popping in," but the railing texture didn't pop in. It just stayed kind of like a block, like a gray block, like yeah, yeah. And I was waiting for it to pop in. I was like, "This is taking no." So there was a lot of times when you would look at something, no texture popping at all, um, and. Yeah. And I was just saying, wow, I bet if this was on a high-grade engine, this stuff would all look super well, crisp. Well, that same issue you're talking about is what I heard even from people playing on the PC. So, yeah, well, of course, I don't know. I mean, I didn't play it on my PC, which would be a high-end one. So I'm not sure what these people's machines are. You know, when, I don't know if they're high-end like I consider high-end or if they're high-end what they consider high-end. But um, I heard this a lot of issues with the uh, textures not popping in like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've seen it in lots of games, but I, I was definitely a little disappointed with it because it was it was pretty apparent. It was it yeah. was jarring at some points, um, not just some slight popping in from a distance. I'm talking about right in front of you, like wham, bam. <laughs> Look, there's um, a great blob in front of me. Oh, it's a rock. Yeah, and uh, that just kind of kind of bugged me a little bit. But I mean, overall, like I said, it's a it's a pretty straightforward shooter, but here's here's what I felt like with it. I felt like they started to build this game. They spent a lot of time in the engine, and oh, it's not exactly known for its storytelling. So I wasn't totally, you know, like oh, this is this has got to be a grade A one hundred percent story. But um, I was going along with it, and 
you start off in this uh, first in a, a, a small town, you know, you kind of learn the basics, and then you go to a medium-sized town or whatever, and you spend a whole lot of time there doing different stuff. And then you go to a third town, which is larger and seems like, okay, here's where, like, whoa, there's more stuff happens. You do, like, two missions there, and then the game's over. I mean, I'm like, wait, what? It was like they literally ran out of time. Yeah, yeah. And the game, the ending is anticlimactic and abrupt and not well thought out. I mean, as you get towards the end missions, they, they close down everything. Like, there are um, racing circuits that you can do in the game. But yeah. as you get close to the end of the thing, they say, sorry, the bad guys have closed down all races. I'm like, okay, so you just want me to complete the game now? Like, you don't want me to keep playing? Like, I didn't understand. That doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so now, if I wanted to go, let's say, and get all the uh, races done, like, uh, for for the trophies or whatever, it's like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, let's that's start over. stupid. So then, I played through and beat it, and I thought, okay, well, when I beat it, they'll kick you back to the world and say, like, all right, whatever. No, no, game just ends. And then if you hit, go back to the main screen, hit well, continue campaign, it just loads it to your back, last save, which is kind of near the end of the game where yeah. I was. And I'm like, this is, um, this game really feels like un- unfinished. Like, they, it probably feels what all it games feel like, and that's a tech demo. Yeah. I mean, so it was definitely like, if they take in this engine and they put, Fallout on it, it would. I mean, it would be amazing. It would be. Of course, the question would be: Could fall, could it handle an open world like Fallout is? Right. You, you don't know. You know. And and that's a, it's, it's a good question. I mean, the the maps definitely. You know, the the, the different the levels you were at weren't weren't tiny, and they definitely had a lot of moving, you know, pieces and whatnot to keep track of. But it's definitely like you said. Yeah, it's not top totally open world but you know it, when i was when you're driving across the map you're going pretty pretty dang fast and it's it's keeping up with well yeah i mean it's known for this that's what i was saying the frame rate's probably really good but that driving part you're like you probably don't have a lot of um derivation from your path right but there's so, still it, it still has to render that stuff but but if it's i'm saying if it's an open world you could be going west at, uh, at that speed and then turn all suddenly to go north where this game probably you're stuck going west, you know. So like, no, I mean you could go. I mean, there's like a lot of different. There's a few different routes. I'm just, it's not open, open world. But there's like you could head north and go up a road. But then there's there might be a path that goes left, or a path that goes right, or a path that goes straight. And you could one might go to a different area. So yeah, maybe. So I mean, there's some. I mean, I, I told you what you're saying. There, when the open world, it's like okay, you need to figure out how to have this render as it goes and you, there's a field of depth issue and stuff yeah. like that. But who knows? Um, and populating it, the area with enemies and stuff like that. They only had to really deal with one kind was when you went in certain, certain areas, they, they didn't even put enemies. It was like, okay, it's in these select areas, guys will attack you. <laughs> so like in, in some areas I knew it was just a straight away. I was just like, okay, just boost through this. Cause there's nothing going to happen in here. It's just a, until you get to the next area. So yeah. I don't know. So it was all right, but I, I thought uh, when I was playing, I was like, wow, you know, this seems like a game that Case would more like because you can walk through and I mean, you can do some of it a little bit stealthy. Like they have some, some quiet weapons like crossbow and stuff like that. So you go into some areas and you can just crossbow people 
and uh, or if they're standing in water, you know, electrocute them and stuff like that. So it's got like a little bit of stealth, but it's got like that Bioshock kind of. Um, what? Don't that's... insult Bioshock by saying Rage is no. I, I, Bioshock's a better game, um, <laughs> but um, but so I, I mean, I definitely had fun with it, and I mean, I played it. Um, well, the one thing is that's I love first person shooters, all right, but I also like story. So that's another issue with the id games for me is there's no story. I mean, this there there is a story. Wow. It's an issue. And it, what it feels like though is literally like you just got the first two chapters of the book. Like they set it up, they explain some stuff, and you're like, okay, well, it's starting to make sense. I'm not sure why this is all happening, and then they're like, and it's over, and you're and like, scene. <laughs> and you're like, wait. So, wait, well, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I actually might pick it up because I wasn't aware that there's a co-op version of it. So, I like doing co-op games. Yeah, that's a, a legend of the waste. Yeah, but I, I was up yet to have not even Right, so, um, it, you know, it's it's uh, it's not bad. Uh, I mean, I think that... Uh, is it one of those games that you would say if a friend of yours liked first person shooters, you'd probably say, yeah, I get it. But for someone who's not a, a lover of FPSs or maybe not a diehard fan, I'll say you would probably tell them not to. Um, I would have to say it would have to be if you're a, if they're a fan of like first person shooters, I'd say like, OK, yeah, they they like it. But they would have to have they'd have to like some some bit of story, because if not the. Um, the going around and, and acquiring the cast quests, excuse me, and, um, you know, going from location to location, mm-hmm. um, would piss off some people that just want to just go in and, and fight and skip the cutscenes. Um, because you, there's just stuff you have, you have to go around, you have to go talk to this person and this yeah, person yeah. tells you to talk to this person. And then they send you someplace and there's a whole bunch of bad dudes you got to kill. Yeah. And, some people that just want to go from, you know, in, the, in your battlefields, your modern warfare, it's just battle to battle to battle to battle, and that's it. And that's fine. I mean, then they'll, they'll, uh, they'll like it. So, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, you know, I, I, I had fun with it. But it did not live to your expectations. It did, yeah. I mean, I, I, wa- I wanted more. And, yeah. so, and so far, I feel like I, that is a theme across. Most of the games I played this year, just I want, I want, I want more. Just wait for uh, next week when uh, you get Arkham City. Yeah, I know. Well, Arkham City. So we'll see. That uh, hope that that lives up to my uh, my expectations. But uh, those are pretty much set on the previous game. So yeah, it's just not too too hard for them to hit um, with that. So um, yeah, overall. Uh, that's uh, that's 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 rage. Definitely not uh, not game of the year, but, right? Um, uh, but fun and and you know some people were saying like oh game's wicked short and stuff like that. Like you could go through I guess and plow through the main missions or whatever. But if you do the the side quests people ask you to do and the job boards and stuff like that, I think I put about fifteen hours in. Yeah, I mean. 15 hours is actually my, I like 15 to 20 hour games. So that's, yes, that's it's, good. it's, it's got some, uh, decent amount of stuff. And that, that's not doing like, I did half of the races. Like in the first city, I just golded all the races. And then the second city, I just didn't do any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and that is also, uh, I didn't go around and, uh, there's like this, uh, game in it that's kind of like Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Kind of. It's a, a much 
basic version and you can collect as you go through the, the, the ways you collect cards for it i got about you know maybe 60 percent of those cards so yeah um you can go and collect all those and get a killer deck but i had enough where i um one of the trophies is you know beat beat the the this is woman in a bar yeah. beat her uh, hardest deck and i beat her so <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool so uh so while I was playing some some hardcore just rage all this week, uh what were you playing? Uh well, I did some jumping around really this week, I guess. Uh well the first two things I'll just mention really quickly is that I was doing some MMOs. I did some more Rift and I did some uh Age of Conan because I realized I was actually paying for it, so I figured I should play some of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like like why am I keeping getting charged for this Funko thing? I'm like, oh, I still have that account. So I didn't, I, know that, I didn't know the servers were still open. Yeah, well, they're free. The game turned to freeware too. It's only you only have to pay for the higher level stuff. But anyhow, uh, so I played a little bit of that. Um, no reason to talk about this. It. an old game. And then uh, I tried out the two games I'm going to talk about a little bit. Is I I tried um Orc must Orcs must die. Huh. It's an XBLA game and a Windows game, right. which is uh, the best way to describe. It, I guess is it's kind of like a tower defense game, but you're in the first person view. Let me guess, and orcs have to die in it. Yes. So basically what the concept is, is there's a, you're like, you were the apprentice of this mage, uh, war mage person, um, that was defending these rifts from the orcs. And, uh, so the main guy dies at the very beginning of the game. And now it's your job to, you know, defend it. And you have a, you personally have a sword and a crossbow to attack the orcs. But then the real game is you set up traps throughout the board. Like, you know, just like the tower defense thing, like put traps around and the orcs kind of flow in one direction on that board and get killed by the traps and stuff. Is this like dungeon, dungeon, uh, defender or dungeon builder or whatever? The yeah, game? it's kind of like that. Um, I think this is a little different though. Cause I think, du- um, the one you're talking about, you never went in the first person view, did you? No, uh, it was always yeah. like you just went in like set up traps. It's kind of like that, but you also first person. So what happens is you set up these traps, you know, they cost a certain amount of money. Um, and then like the orcs come and as they're getting killed by tracks, you can also hit them with a crossbow and stun them. You have a sword that get by you and stuff like that. And then as you kill like the first wave, you get some more money so you can throw more traps down. Um, and then you can like, you know, it basically continues and the boards get bigger and more orcs come. Um, but I, I played like the first five levels, I think. And then it just, to me, I, I mean, I'm not a tower defense guy in general. So it just kind of came to like, you know, eh, so I just kind of stopped. You know, I was—I mean, if you like tower defense games, I think it's gonna be really cool. Like when I saw that Penny Arcade Expo, I, that's where like they kind of announced it. I was like, this game looks like it could be really neat because of the like it's a cartoony graphics and stuff. It's just—I don't know—I just get tired of tower defenses pretty quickly. You know? Uh, yeah, there's like a, a billion of them. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you like, if you're really into tower defenses, I, I would say pick it up. Um, I think it's twelve hundred Microsoft points or something like that. Um, Twelve hundred Microsoft Space Bucks. Yes, exactly. Which I think is like ten dollars or something. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know who the transaction is. I, a, I thought that I thought it was like they were less. So it was like that's some Twelve hundred is like fifteen. I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Space Bucks. Space Bucks. It is. Um, then the other game that I really that I played a uh, well, I don't say a lot because I played it till I beat it. Um, I just don't remember how much time it took me to beat it was uh, The Binding of Isaac, which I mentioned last week that I bought it, but never really played it. Um, so The Binding of Isaac is, a, is an indie game by the guys that did Super Meat Boy, um, which basically the game is you control a crying naked child named Isaac. Or tell you can actually control three unlockable characters also, but that's the main, the main game. So 
you're basically what happens is your mother gets a, receives a message from God that demanding that you should be killed, you know, to prove her faith to God. And Isaac, you know, sees her come with the knife. So he jumps down into the basement and there's monsters in the basement that you kind of have to kill with your tears. Wait, uh, you're a baby. You're about, you're three years old, probably. And you're killing monster with your tears. Yeah. So you like, you're crying, you know, cause your mom's going to kill you and you shoot, Tears out your eyes, kind of like little bubbles of tears out your eyes. Oh yeah, this makes total sense. Yeah, and then, well, and the monsters are all like some of the monsters will like look like you, but they're zombies and like their eyes are bleeding. And are like um, some of them are just like bugs, and you always you end up some. So the the way the levels work is um, you get on a level and you basically only know your room. It's it's kind of like a well, I mean the view is like a Legend of Zelda view, um, and the dungeons are. Uh, but it's kind of like, um, what's the game? I can't remember the name of the game now. Oh, man. Um, oh, boy. Well, anyhow, it's basically what happens. You start in a room, and there's one of four. There's four possible exits, you know, right, left, up, down. And not all of them are available, but some of them might be. And when you go in the next room, usually all the doors shut, and you got to kill the monsters that are in that room. Right. So, so do I type directly into the keyboard, go north? No, you don't. You walk north. Examine room? No, you don't. <laughs> but... So you, cry. Yeah, cry, yeah. So in the rooms, usually like, there's a few monsters with some stones, and you kill the monsters, and usually you sometimes you might get a a, a, a prize, which would be a key or money. Or a um, lollipop. You don't get any lollipops. But there's also, you know, sometimes you can notice that um, some of the stones are a different color, so you have, a, you have um, bombs that you can use. So if you blow those up, usually you find something. Uh, there's also hidden rooms that you can, like, blow up the wall and get inside the hidden rooms. Um, so that, well, the way the game works is, but each board is randomized. So you play the first level, it's one st- like one way, one map. And then if you die and you play the first level again, it's a different complete map. Different monsters even, different Angai, um, sometimes different power-ups. Like, I've probably only seen, uh, fourth of all the power-ups so far. And I've seen a lot. I've like had like 30 different power-ups already. And the power-ups are strange. So, like, in these secret rooms, you'll find a power-up. Like, one time I signed the pack with the devil, and I basically my tears turned to blood tears, and were more powerful. Uh, okay. And I was like, and I had um, a pentagram on my forehead. <laughs> so, and then one time I, uh, what did I get? Um, I got a hanger, and I wore a hanger on my head. I'm not sure what that did, actually. Uh, I, wait, like a I hanger? Like a coat hanger. I don't know. <laughs> I that I think that's a pro life statement. Maybe. And I'm not actually not sure what it actually did either. And then I got um I found my all right. These are gonna get released trains. So I found a, my mom's tampon. And that I didn't wear that, but that was like so you have a special power you can use, and if you use the mom's tampon in the room that you're in, it would freeze all the like all the people get sick and not move, all the monsters. So you can target them easier for a little bit. You're making you made this game up. Really <laughs> so and like in those power that that power up gets recharged as you beat rooms, so you can use it once, and then you have to like get some rooms and recharge them. You can also find pills, and if you take a pill, it like gives, sometimes it gives you life, sometimes it makes you look retarded, sometimes it makes you like do other things to you, turns you into a uh, like look like a zombie. Um, you can get cards like from a deck, and you can use those. Like one of them might warp you to a different area of that level. Sometimes it might give you a power up. Sometimes it just gives you life. But you don't know what that, like when you get it the first time, you don't know what that pill does until you use it the first time and stuff like that. So that's kind of neat. Um, so it's like real life. Yeah. 
And then I also found, like, I got one time, I, I found my mom's high heels, and I put those on, and I was able to move faster around the board. Are we talking about your life or the game? Uh, both. And then uh, I even found, found my mom's panties and put those on, but I'm not sure what they did. Same question, same question. <laughs> yes. But you don't carry them around. Like, when you pick up something, you, you put it on automatically. You can only have one pill at a time, though. So, like, if you find another pill, you can either eat the one you already have or, you know, pick the, the, the next the other one up. And if you beat a board and there's a pill on that board and you go into the room, it stays there. Um, and then also there's like, so the keys, there's like, there's, on each level, um, you'll find, uh, a room where you can buy stuff. So like that, you need a key to get in that room. And there you can usually buy three items. Uh, and then you can find a room that's a power up. It's like a gold door that if you have a key, you can get in there. And sometimes there's a weapons room that you can get in that room and you, there's a treasure chest you can unlock that gives you like a lot of bonuses, but you also get attacked by three waves of monsters. Um, and then sometimes you'll find a room where you fight an, an alter ego of yourself of one of the seven deadly sins. So you might have like, you know, gluttony and it'll be a big fat version of you that shoot, like opens this, your stomach open and shoots uh, laser beams. <laughs> and then the end monsters are always like deformed, like brothers and sisters you, you didn't know you had, for example. Um, so yeah, it's a very messed up and disturbing game, but it's also very fun. So in basically every level you, you, you don't have to go every room, but you beat this end, this one end monster and it opens up a trap door to a lower level. And eventually you move down, I think five levels and then you have to fight your mom, which you're fighting your mom basically ends up with her leg coming down and trying to crush you from above. Or, uh, there's four doors and like her eyeball might come out of one of the doors or her arm might come out and grab you. And she like spawns uh, um, monsters that you fought throughout the game to fight them. So it's okay, uh, you're making my brain hurt. This game is too insane. I, 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 I yes, it's insane. It was four dollars, and so I actually tell I, I would tell anyone to buy it. It's it's only four dollars, and it's so and it's only five levels to beat the first. You know to beat it, but I probably played a good amount of time just to get to the the mother end the end mother monster. That's hard to say. And, uh, and the only reason I beat her is that on one of the other levels, I found a mushroom that I carried around with me, which was a life up. So if you die, like you only die once in the game. If you die a once, a mushroom you- that gives you life. Yes. It's, wow. That's, that's well, revolutionary. Well, so what happens is if you die at all in this game, you have to restart. You can't, there's no saving. So if you die, you have to restart and you get life. You can find life like hearts, you know, and stuff like that around. You can get your life, uh, some pills give you life and some cards give you life. You can buy life. Um, but I also found this mushroom that floated around with me where if I died, it would, I would get respawned with full life. And so when I fought my mom, I came in with like only three, three health points and she killed me and I respawned full health and I was able to kill her. Um, I also was lucky because I found a heart you could eat to, um, like the, uh, the special attack was a heart where it didn't hurt anyone, just gave me life. So that helped me out too. So, it's definitely worth it. I think it's definitely fun to play. And I, like I said, I've only seen a fourth of the power-ups and the fourth I've seen are so freaking bizarre that I want to play it more to see the other power-ups I haven't seen yet. Um, so for four bucks, you can't go wrong. But of course, it's only on, well, it's on the OSX, uh, Macintoshes, and it's also on Windows and via Steam. So, but it's not a, it's not a, like a high-end power graphically. So it's worth the, you know, anyone can play it out there with any machine they have. So if you have four dollars laying around, I say I say try it out, man. It's definitely cool. I, I like my sanity. I'm I'm not playing that game. I'm telling you, it's awesome. 
I only have a little bit of sanity left. Yes, I know, but and I, I even like the music of it. I don't know. It's a, it's a really fun game. It's one of those. It's like what it's what indie games should be, to in my opinion. Like doing something bizarre that you know there's no way EA would ever, you know, do. So anyhow, fair enough. I'll push it. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, what um, what was in the news this week? Um, you know, I you definitely knew more about the news. I was I was enthralled in trying to, to jam through rage as much as possible. Uh, yeah, rage. Um, one thing that I I found that was actually kind of interesting that relates to rage a little bit was <clears throat> uh, Carmack, uh, who is quote the godfather of the FPS. Um, and, uh, he, obviously he's known for, uh, you know, working at it, um, and doing the, like, Doom, Quake, stuff like that. He said that, quote, we do not see the PC as the lead platform for our games. He admits that statements will enrage, that, that, that statement will enrage some people. But console versions will have the lar- larger audience than the PC version. Yeah. So he's saying that PC is no longer going to be the lead platform. And for... that's and that's why I uh, I don't like him and I like Gabe Newell. Well, what's, what's, what's Gabe's deal? He came out and said he loves the PS3. So what's the deal? He also said that uh, PCs are the are the way to go. <laughs> he basically said there's two hundred. That's all he said. He said well, PC he way said, to go. He said that, well, he didn't say that. Well, he said, first off, PCs allow you to have the, what you want in a system. So there's a, there's a huge number of them and each person gets to have exactly what they want rather than what someone else has defined for them as a good system. And he said, there's 350 million PCs sold just last year. So there's a large economics of scale if you target the PC gaming market. So basically, Noel's a different viewpoint of why don't you make games that the, all the PC gamers want to play because there's more of them out there. More, I guess not PC say gamers, that, more PCs out there. I guess I would say that if I had one of the largest software download companies. Well, Gabe's always been PC known. only. Hey, Gabe, Gabe's always – no, it's, not, it's, on, it's on the Mac too. Well, okay. Okay. It's the only gaming download on the Mac. Thank you. Well, we can include we can include Mac and personal computers. Yes, that's fine. Anyhow, so it's just saying, you know, it, it, I think it's just, you know, two different views, I guess. Gabe, Gabe knows that uh, there's always going to be PC gaming, and maybe and he, he, his company exists because of PC gaming. I thought PC gaming was dead. That well, that's what he's defending that it isn't. I I thought someone I saw I thought someone put out an obituary. Yeah, I think that's been happening since 1992. So yeah, yeah, it's Ice, Ice Cube. In fact, I think if they, if people, if the longer the consoles become lifespan wise, like what they're going for ten years, or that's what they're claiming the PS3 is gonna be a ten year system, uh, that makes PC gaming stay alive longer. Because right now, all PC games will blow any console game out of the water. Yeah, Betamax. <laughs> yes. The Betamax is dead. And PC gaming is not dead. Or else oh. Valve would not be making a shitload of money on downloadable games. Well, that's because people like you buy a shitload of games and never play them. That's not true. I played every game I bought through Valve. 
That's that's not that is a lie. No, I think I just played them all. No, I I might not have beat them all. I just played them all. Nah, I don't I I don't believe you. I bet you have some games you've never even touched. No, that's not true. Hell, I have PlayStation Three games I've never. Even I have I have three sixty and PlayStation Three games I haven't touched. <laughs> I just, for example, I like Dead Nation. I still, I actually, I played it for like five minutes this week, but I still haven't touched that game really. So, <laughs> anyhow, I just, it's just two different views. Um, I, we'll see who, uh, who's right in the end. I guess. I think PC gaming is always going to be around. It just depends. It might not be the target system anymore. Who knows? Hmm. But speaking of gaming, <laughs> that's a horrible one. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's not a segue if you point it out. As soon as you point out a segue, well, even but that segue wasn't even close to being a good segue. So I, there's, I had to point it out. Um, so people got out there this week, did some gaming of Max Payne three, apparently, and almost everywhere I looked, of these special people who got invited to play this game, which, I didn't get my invite. I know we didn't. Neither did I. You uh, lost in the mail. It must have been. Rockstar must have just not known our addresses, man. So, but almost everywhere I've seen that the people that got to play this little, uh, I think they played like the first level or something, all were very impressed by the game. And yet I'm still worried because it has the name Rockstar on it. <laughs> so. Wow. I, You're biased. I am. I, I, well, I just never liked the Rockstar game. Um, the few things that are good is that they, they're, the, a lot of people are worried about the noir part of it and the fact that it's not in a dark New York City. It can't be noir. I'm not worried about that. I understand that noir is, is a style, not a place. So I'm not worried about the, the undertones of the game. I'm not, I found out that they are going to keep the comic book, um, feel to the, to the cutscenes that I really liked in the first two. Uh, but the one thing that, kind of bugged me in in all the stories I've heard, read this week was like the first two Max Paynes were complete throw bullets games. You know, you run into a room, you're like doing bullet time, diving around, throwing thousands of bullets around, like killing people. And Rockstar came out and said, yeah, the one thing that we knew we had to do because it's a new style of gaming is add cover to Max Payne. So there's a cover piece to the game, which as we discussed in our Gears War 3 episode, it's getting old. And it forces map makers to make sure there's available cover everywhere. So it makes boards be forced. And, like, I'm worried that you're going to run into a room now and instead of being, like, the old Max Payne, is I'm like, oh, look, there's crates here for me to hide behind. You know? It's like, really, do we need cover for Max Payne? I don't think we do. Um, but, no, just slow-mo all the time. Yeah. Slow-mo everywhere. Slow-mo everything. So, I don't know. We'll see. And again, I just bring it up because, you know, I, I Max Payne is probably one of my favorite games of all time. So, hopefully Rockstar does well. Again, at least they're not doing an open world. That's what makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yet. Yet. <laughs> well, yes. Yet. Well, well, and I'm going to keep us going on this Max Payne uh, um, story thing going here and talk about... Remedy, who was the original developer of the first two Max Paynes and the developer of Alan Wake. So mm, I remember that game. Yes. You did not like it as much as me, but Remedy, well, nothing's really confirmed yet. <laughs> Just that 
Remedy kind of confirmed that they're working on another Alwake. And then there's another... But they, they, they never confirmed that it was going to be Alwake 2 or it's going to be more DLC. They never really confirmed. But there's another rumor out there now that the new Alwake, Alwake 2, is going to be on the next-gen system for the, three, for the Xbox. Or Microsoft, I guess. So... That's the, the, the everyone's talking about. Alan Way 2 is going to be one of the release titles for the next Xbox. So, pretty exciting news. But of course, the first Alan Wake was supposed to be a release title for the Xbox 360 and came out three years later. So, mm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was pretty excited when I heard that, but who knows? Yeah. Well, That'd be interesting to see, because you know I thought I had heard rumors that they were going to come out with a downloadable version of the Alan, Alan Wake, and then now they're you know they're saying maybe it's the next console. So it's yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see what they come out with. <laughs> so uh, and then another thing, uh, sticking with the 360 and its next generation world, because you know the PS3 is still last gen. Uh, 360 came out and uh, announced that. Coming this fall, uh, when you get your dashboard, dashboard update, you're gonna get, uh, TV. Um, basically they're partners now with like almost everyone, Comcast, Verizon, HBO, everyone, and they're gonna be offering, like you have HBO Go. If people don't know what that is, you can basically watch everything HBO has, um, through the 360 now instead of actually going to HBO. Uh, you're gonna get like Comcast has like a, uh, ability to play a lot of their shows. That not their shows, but other people's shows. So we play that in the 360. Um, there's a big long list of partners that they have, but um, I don't want to go through it. There's probably like 60 different partners in here. Yeah. So I got I got this email too, and the one thing that I, I was a little disappointed is I wanted it to literally be the Xbox is my cable box. Yeah, I agree. I I think that that's what I would have viewpoint, but the one like kind of how TiVo does it. TiVo, like your cable runs through TiVo and you only need TiVo, you don't need a cable box. And I would like, I would like that too, but the one thing with the TiVo, they have to install a Comcast card in the TiVo. So if you have a TiVo, you gotta call Comcast up, they gotta come over and they gotta install it. So I'm assuming the reason they can't do that, the current 360s, they don't have the ability to install that. Well, if they have the ability to hook it up to all these different shows and on-demand stuff, there's gotta be a word. No, but this is, but this is, that's all internet, you know? I'm saying like maybe the next gen system, They'll have the ability to add in the Comcast card, so your TV, your 360 will be it. And maybe the PS3 will have that too. But right now, I'm saying that 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 extra card you need just doesn't. You can't have that component added into the 360. Is my guess. Um, so it's USB dongle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would work because I think it's a. I think the card is actually a decryption yeah. of the of the picture. So it has to actually run in, do the decryption, and if you did the dongles dongle, work for everything, it would be too slow. But yeah, dongles. I agree. I mean, I think I like this because there are some shows on HBO that I watch on HBO Go, which would be nice. But like I said, I'd rather have it be my TV. But the problem with it with my TV is like the one thing that I do sometimes is I have my 360 on because I'm waiting for someone to join in a game or they had to go to the bathroom, and I can switch over to my TV and watch TV. So I would lose out on that ability. Uh, plus, it would also allow people to know that I'm watching TV and ask me to game with them, and I sometimes hate people. So I'm pretty sure you could set it to offline. Hopefully. So we'll see. Um, and the other cool thing that they announced, too, with uh, the TV stuff is that anyone that has a Windows 7 phone 
will also be able to control the TV part of of the of the new 360 update with their phone. So your phone basically will become the controller of your TV, which is kind of neat for me because I have a Windows 7 phone. It will be kind of cool. Yeah, there'll be no delay in that. Just sending it over the internet back to your box. It's um, Xfinity does it already, and Comcast does it already. If you have a if you have an iPad and you have you have your uh, yeah, you can set it Comcast. to record and stuff like no, that. No, like change you, the channel. No, you can change the channel now. All right. You can actually say, "I want to watch this," and click it, and it'll change the channel. Uh, but they could also use Bluetooth, uh, not Bluetooth, a Wi-Fi connection like they do for the controllers, and then it's just you're communicating from your phone to your console, and not going to the internet. Who knows? So we'll see. Um, this fall, uh, probably when it happens, it says holiday. So I don't know if that's Thanksgiving or if that's December. <laughs> Whichever one it is, we'll find out, and I'll let everyone know how everything works when it comes huh. out. Well, so speaking of like TV and news shows, Netflix has been pretty hot in the news lately. And today this made another announcement. So originally, remember, they made an announcement like change in pricing. And then they came out with another one that said, oh, also change in pricing. Also two sites. Now we're going to have Netflix and we're going to have Quickster. And the Quickster is going to be the DVDs that you can rent. And Netflix is going to be the movies that you, you can just do the on demand. They're going to be two separate programs. You'll have to have two logins, whatever. This was said with Quickster that you'll be able to rent games. Um, so that was interesting to the gaming community a little bit to see, you know, how they would, were going to be able to do that and what the plans were going to be. Well, today they just announced that mm, they were, they were a little bit drunk and they decided that uh, Quickster is a stupid idea and that everything's going to stay over on Netflix. The thing is, the news just came out today. They haven't said whether they're actually going to start including games in the Netflix or whether this whole, um, dump, uh, means back to the norm. They just said, you know, we're trying to make changes too quickly and, uh, we're not going to do, do what we did before. We're not going to go over and have this, this new site. So the DVDs and, uh, streaming will stay on Netflix. But uh, the gaming, whether you're going to be able to rent games, is uh, still in question. So it'll be interesting to see what they say about that in the coming days. Yeah, the one thing that I'm also worried about, I mean, it's totally not a gaming worry, but the with the split, they were going to make the streaming one like cheaper, I think, because uh, they didn't have to deal with the DVDs. So now the price is going to stay where it is, which is a little annoying to me. <laughs> so I don't like spending money. Of course, I don't even use Netflix anymore, so I really can't. Yeah, you don't like spending money except for on extra special versions of games that come with statues. Yay, statues! I get a statue next Tuesday. Um, yes, you're right. <laughs> and speaking of me liking statues, I think we should take a break. <laughs> hey, I think that's a great idea. Why don't you go off and uh, polish your statues during the break? That sounds like great. I'll go, I'll go polish something during the break. All right. Enjoy, enjoy this music, guys.
Polishing. Uh, you were gone, and uh, I had to leave the room. That's right, man. Phoenix is shining brightly. Oh, I'm sure he is. Is that what you call it now? That's right. Until until the next one comes, and I rename it. Or rising from the flame. Got it. <laughs> Rock and roll. So, Bats, this week, um, I was uh, just you know scouring the internet as I do. Holy shit! You were on the internet. Yeah, and I was on this site I rarely ever go to because it's just stupid news. You know, too lazy to read boring news. And that's called CNN. You might have heard of them. No. I'm not sure. No, you never heard of the CNN, co- this company? No. No. Well, they, they, they talk about, like, news a lot. And they have, they have uh, you know, editors and stuff. Still nothing. Yeah, no. Well, and one of their editors, uh, his name is uh, William J. Bennett. And he, apparently he was uh, the Secretary of Education. And Sounds like also, a drunk. Also the Director of the Office of Natural Drug Control under, under George Bush. Senior, not, you know. Senior Bush. Anyhow, he came out this week and he was talking about how, well. Good for him. His article really was kind of like, at first you're like, oh, look, it's talking about how women are, you know, making strides in their achievements in life and, you know, kind of overtaking us men and we're not the breadwinners like they're the breadwinners too and stuff like that. I love bread. But the reason he came and said this is that he says not because women are getting better because, you know, that can't be right. It's because men are becoming more lazy. And that we're not trying to get our college degrees. We're not trying to get good jobs. And we're not really caring about our families anymore. We're just, uh, all we do really is care about ourselves. And he said, one of the reasons this is, he says, isn't a big reason, is because we would rather play video games all day than do anything else. And he said, basically, all of us, you know, 18 to 34 year old people are just playing video games away. And we don't really care about going to college. We don't care about getting good jobs. We don't want to get married. We don't want to raise a family. We just want a game. I have so many wrongs with that statement. It's it's just like saying it rains because it's dark. It's conjecture. It's bullshit. He's a cranky old man. He might as well just said, get off my lawn. Like, uh, I, he doesn't understand it. It's like, okay, I'm. they said the same thing when the television came out or comic books. Yeah, comic books, or I mean, don't don't be reading too many books. Get your head all stuck with them fancy, fanciful ideas. You should be out farming the fields. Well, there um, there, there is one sentence he has that really describes you, though. Well, maybe me, or one of us. It says, "Men, some are obsessed with sex. They treat women as toys, and then discard discard of them whenever they, it gets too complicated." I mean, this basic. This guy's taking like this every like stereotype of a male and overblowing it. Yeah, it's crazy. There, there's plenty of women like that as well. I mean, it's it's just it's a stupid statement. And I mean, okay, one some of the, like yeah, women in today. There's more women in college. There's like it's like fifty two percent or something like that. Whatever. Like, yeah, who gives a crap? Like, um, and. Um, men today are playing too many video games. That's like, that's like saying like women watch too many soap operas. Oh, don't worry. We we also use video games to replace our fathers who abandoned us as kids. Oh, that's right. Wait, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I, I was on the phone with my dad today. Even. Like, oh, 
Oh, and as everyone knows, I me and my I bought games for my dad. Maybe my dad didn't oh. use his video games too because I abandoned him. Oh, that's probably what it is. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Well, you know what it is? It's codependence abandonment. You're both abandoning each other at the same time together. So you're supporting each other in the de- dependence of depending on each other. Well, just so you know, he said, get off the video game five hours a day. Get yourself together and get a challenging job and get married. Okay, one, who has... Who has five hours of video game time playing a day? <laughs> I mean, yeah. really, honestly, that's that's really excessive. Didn't like, we, didn't we do eight hours of uh, games? No, no, I'm like, like, okay, weekends, <laughs> is a, weekends is a different thing. That's that's when you get your time and something like that. But I mean, well, by the time I get home, you know, you gotta put this in perspective. Not everyone goes to bed at nine o'clock like you. Look, look, I get tired. Okay, I have to get up early. I get up early as you do. Yeah, but you don't have to. How long is your commute? Uh, ah, that's right. It's not that long. Fifteen minutes, probably. Yeah, and you could go to sleep at your desk, and no one would care. Hey, my job is very important. Uh huh. Women I would not be able to find their underwear if it wasn't for me. Okay. People got all overly bad conclusions on that one. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what case does. I'm just if I admit I will get five hours a night sometimes on gaming, but that's usually if I plan it ahead of time. If, if a, yeah, if a game just came out and something like oh, that, yeah, like when Batman comes out next Tuesday, I'll probably play it from. Do you play time I get home? Do you play thirty-five hours of gaming in a, a week? Every week on a constant basis, no. thirty-five hours. But I have done thirty-five hey, hours of gaming a week. Hey, okay, yeah, you have done it. Yes. I'm just yeah, saying, like, it's, it's, there's, like, plenty, last, of, well, there's last, plenty of people out there that have powered through uh, TV shows, Dexter or whatnot, uh, in a week, but I don't see them getting slammed. Anyways, yeah. this guy's an idiot. I'm just saying, I was just going to say that I was like, if, if, I, like, if a good game comes out, I probably would spend 35 hours in one week. Right? Like, last week, though, since no games really came out that were like, like, it has to be a really good story. Like, stories drive me to play games longer. Like, you know, I don't want to put the controller down. So, like, I'm a betting when Batman comes out next week, I'll probably have a 35-hour week. All it is is video games are just in interactive DVDs or interactive books. It's just the same. It's an entertainment hobby as anything else. And I'm just saying I'm tired of people just – They just don't understand it. They're, well, it's just – I'm just saying it's been – they've been around for, what, 20, 30 years now at least since the 80s, yeah, right? That guy, I guarantee that guy's like 60, 70 years old. No, I'm – I don't – so he's – well, he's probably even older than that actually. But <laughs> I, I'm just saying though is that I don't – like when does it stop? Like when is it like finally like, oh, I played video games as a kid. There's nothing wrong with this. Like is there – does it wait another 10 years and finally we'll be in charge and – we don't have to, we won't I, make stories about it. To be honest, I don't think they'll ever let us be in charge of anything. <laughs> they should, man. I've learned so much from video games. I know. <laughs> Women should dress super sexy and men should be built like brick walls. <laughs> exactly. And just as smart as and but I would save us so much money on our military because apparently all you need to do is wear a metal vest and you can take as many bullets as you want. I can't. I got. I got. I've got a tip for the military out there. Put all your R and D into chainsaw machine guns, okay? Because <laughs> when when the aliens come, you're gonna need your chainsaw. And what you even call and it? Don't make a retro lancer after that. Don't make one with a bayonet later and call it retro. Yeah, that's just that's just because you just you ran out of chainsaw parts. 
Hey, speaking of retro, let's go. Let's go classics here. Let's hey, let's do game. that. Yes. And oh yeah, and also that guy from CNN. <laughs> Fuck him. But anyhow, anyhow right we'll answer here. So I, I'm pulling out all the stops. No, You're pulling, pulling out. I'm pulling that's it a, out. That's, that, that's a dangerous practice, my friend. So the game I'm talking about today, the, well, today, this week, I guess, uh, in this episode, episode 17, is, is going to be... Previously racist. on Throne Controllers, Case Heading. <laughs> no. yes. You done? Done. Yeah, I'm done? Sorry. I'm talking about a sword-wielding bastard. Oh, anyhow. Uh, no, so the game is um, Gordon Axe. You know Gordon Axe. Oh, do I know it? I live it. You live it. So... Anyone who doesn't know Gordon X, um, the gameplay is, well, I guess I'll talk about the story first. Basically, the story is, it ta- uh, it's the land of Yuri. It's a Conan the Barbarian type fantasy world type thing. Uh, an evil entity, the Death Adder, has uh, basically captured his king and his daughter, you know, the standard 80s style game, and ha- holds her, them, uh, you know, captive in the castle. Of course, his castle, because, you know, evil people like castles. And, uh... <laughs> And so, he also has the golden axe, which is the magical emblem of Yuri, and threatens to destroy the royal family and the axe. Yay! But three warriors are on a quest to rescue Yuri from the hands of the Death Adder. And by the way, this voice is exactly what the game is like. But uh, so that, I've heard that voice. I, for a second there, I thought I was listening to the game. <laughs> so the three. Uh, uh, heroes that you can that basically you can pick from to play with uh, are oh, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher these names Gilius Thunderhead which is a battle axe wielding dwarf yeah, you um, should just you should just name off their their races and, and or, or key points I would just say like the battle wielding dwarf. dwarf which is Gilius Thunderhead then you have the male barbarian who's a long two handed long sword well broadsword because that's what you have two hands, uh, which is Axe Battler, which is a really simple name. And then you have a long sword wielding Amazon chick named Tyrius Flair, um, which they, her parents were killed by the Death Adder. That's why she's all mad. <laughs> and they're going to go and take um, uh, this quest up and, you know, save the world. So the way they're going to take this quest up is basically you get to choose one of those three characters. And it is co-opable, so someone else could also choose one, one of the characters you don't like. And it goes into that... It's gonna, I'm going to name another classic game to describe this game. It's kind of funny. Um, a double dragon type screen, which is uh, you can move up and down uh, vertically on the... on a How do you describe this? Like a, a, a plane. Two, a plane, a 2D... It's like a 2D, 3D thing where it's a 2D graphics, but you can move up and down. Um, and basically you hack away at monsters that come at you. And slash. Hack, hack and slash. A lot of button pressing, and I think you, you can also grab um, the characters and throw them. It's like a uh, dungeon, not the double dragon. Um, you have the ability to jump, but you also have magic, which is kind of a uh, nice little, you know, thing to have, which you get these, uh, it's the whole, it's the same fantasy RPG thing where you have health points and you have uh, mana, so if you have enough mana, you can throw spells around, which, if I remember correctly, I always, whenever I played the girl, I always used magic a lot. When I played the guys, I used swords. I guess it's just because I'm a... Uh, mm. What's that called? Okay, when that, you think women can't wield swords well? Because they're... Chauvinistic. There you go. Yes. Um, well, also, they made the female uh, player uh, be able to hold the most magic potions true. to do the the, 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 the hardest-hitting attack. 
and then it went down from there. So then there was the barbarian, and then the dwarf. Yeah, the dwarf was. I think I always played as a dwarf too. So that's probably why I didn't use. So that, that's what I wanted to ask. Who did you normally play with, whether it was on the uh, Genesis or in the arcade? I tended to either play the dwarf or the barbarian, but I have a feeling that I played the dwarf a lot more. Than I I, o- I also played the dwarf a lot. I think I think his axe had a larger, longer reach of the weapon. He, um, I, I think the. The Amazonian chick actually has a longer reach, but the key was that I think he had the most health. And also, when you did the jumping uh, attack uh, in the air, chopping the axe, that was really effective. It knocked guys back. Oh, uh, yeah. That could be true, yeah. Yeah. Um, another cool thing about the game, by the way, was there's uh, little creatures you could get to ride around on. Um, if, like, monsters attack you, they're called uh, cockatrice. Or something like that. Excuse me, this is a clean podcast. Yeah, no, no, it's not. But oh, so you could, you could, anyhow. So there'd be like rideable creatures that um, right, usually there's an enemy on it, and you can knock the enemy off, and then you could get on, and then you could okay. like knock the enemy off the cock tree. Yes, and you can whip your tails around, the tail around, and knock the guy around. There's also um, there's a dragon you can ride too um, that can shoot fireballs, which is kind of cool. Fireballs and like, and you had like a fire breath, which is kind of little cool little thing. Um, and basically, the way the game worked is you just started at the level and you just moved to the right of the screen, killing shit. And then usually you had like a cutscene where you're all camping, and these little dwarf—we'll call them halflings for the for the sake of it—would come and steal your health potions you might have or your mana potions. And you'd wake up, and then you have to run around and hit them and get all the. And every time you hit them, another potion would fly out, and basically get all your potions back plus more. Food. Yeah, so food. Yeah, the food was like how you regained health um, in the game. Yeah, yeah, and there was a uh, blue and a green one. The green yeah. was the food. Blue was the potions. Exactly. It was. Yeah. So you basically moved around, and it was kind of cool because some of the board. I think one of the boards is um, you're on a turtle that was swimming, that had like a city on his back, and so you had to like fight through off through that city on his back. And basically, like I was saying earlier, you progress through horizontally, and at the end, you usually uh, had to fight a boss. You know, the standard old boss game where usually it was an oversized monster with a big sword that you had to hit a lot. <laughs> That's what it came down to. Yeah, some similar arcade games, people are having trouble visualizing if they ever played this game. Uh, they came out after Golnax was uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, the classic X Men. Oh, yes. Cabinet. Yes, the Cabinet X Men was. The one thing different, though, is that with the um, Ninja Turtles, it didn't have those really dumb uh, uh, surf, not surfboard, skateboarding boards that just took your quarters away. <laughs> I think those boards only existed for that. But anyhow, back to Gordon Axe. Well, um, so, yeah. Oh, and each character had different um, spells. Like you mentioned that the girl was the most powerful, but the Barbarian had, like, Earth-based spells. Um, the Dwarf did lightning, and... Uh, Tyrus, the, the female, she did fire magic, and then if you got the maximum bar, she, she could do, like, a dragon would fly overhead and burn, like, the area, which is good. Yeah, like, a big dragon had came down across the screen. Yeah. That was, yeah, which was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it was a fun game. I think I beat it both in the arcade and on the Sega. I'm not sure. I, I know I beat it uh, in the arcade, Sega, and then it also is available on PSN. Yeah, and I think it's... Well, it's on the um, Xbox Live Arcade also. But I think on the PSN, if you're a Plus member, you get it free, right? Well, yeah, if it's still available. They, it might, by the time you listen to this, they might have refreshed the list because they refresh it, refresh it every Tuesday. Okay. So it might not be free anymore. But they've been coming out with a lot of classic games 
And of course, it's probably, it's definitely available somewhere for the PC. It's even on, um, this, apparently there's a version for the iPhone or the iPad, the iOS, which is the portable uh, pads out there. I'm sure that's fantastic. Yeah, I, was just, I haven't tried it. I'm actually tempted to, to download it now just to see how poor it is on there. Because how would you control, I don't know. I, I, I The mobile gaming thing is totally not, I, I feel like I'm an old man when I do it because I just can't stand those touchscreen joystick pads. It just doesn't work for me. So. Yeah, well, that's why you have to make there's specific games that are done well with like touchpad, touchpad, yeah. well, that that are just made for it. They, they, they should do, they, they should do a lot more um like uh the the click adventures like the uh, Monkey Islands and stuff. Those would be yeah. Those would I work mean, well. You would think you think they would, but maybe that the screen and just people would just would just. Just jam on it everywhere. It's, they just I slap my finger up and hey, down. Eventually, hit something. When you got stuck on uh, on those games back in the day, you clicked everywhere. I did, but, <laughs> but still, uh, I still remember this one. Uh, me and my friend got stuck on this board. We could not. If we even clicked everywhere, I couldn't find it. What, what were we supposed to do next? And we actually went to a store and I looked up at the strategy guide. You know, before the internet existed, and it was like, you need to click here to talk to this person. I'm like, that's a person. <laughs> it was so bad. But anyhow. I digress. So, go next, try it out, um, and yeah, let us know if, uh, if you like it, if you do, or if you have any other of your own classic games, uh, send us an email, podcast at thronecontrollers.com. And if you do, we may raise a question of yours or even your statements on the air. Uh, Bats, do you have any questions this week? Yeah, so speaking of like a Golden Axe type of game, which did have a Golden Axe 2, and also games that are available on the PSN. They're releasing a lot of classic games coming out there. This one reader writes in, Dear Bats and Case, are there any games that you loved from back in the day that now you feel have been ruined by sequels or remakes? Uh, one example he gives is Sonic. Oh, yes. Sonic is definitely ruined. <laughs> well, so, I mean... I think that's a it's an interesting question, and uh, the first part I'd say is like Sonic. I mean, the first time I played it, you, I was going from the NES to to the the, the Sega uh, the Sega Genesis, and you put the you put the cartridge in, and the the Sega logo Sega. comes up, just says Sega, and you're just like. Oh my god! Because you start dribble, dribble, you know. And it's, so, so that's amazing. And then the game just flew. Yeah, you went so fast; it was just like insane. And so right then, it just it just put a stamp on the game. Um, then they made a sequel and more sequels, and and now the game is on every platform known to man. And so are I you? Think- I think it kind of. I, th- I definitely agree with the the the, you, the I, listener that uh, the sequels have just dis- destroyed it for me. Now, do you think the sequels destroyed it for you, or do you think the first one just didn't age well? No, I mean, I mean, it, people could say the same thing about Mario, but they didn't. They, I mean, they put out some sequels, but they didn't crush it. Like yeah, so it, I, I think Sonic. I, I mean, I completely agree that um, Sonic itself is destroyed by. But all the sequels. And the fact that the one thing Mario did, like when they went to, they didn't go, like as soon as 3D was available, you didn't have a Mario game that was 3D. Like they took time to figure out how to make a Mario game 3D. Where it seemed like Sonic, as soon as 3D, like the three concept of 3D world was like the big thing, they made a Sonic game that was 3D and was really bad. 
Yeah, like, it was really bad. Like, well, Nintendo's a lot better at um, the Mario franchise making games that are worthwhile, I would say, where it seemed like the Sonic people just could been throwing Sonics out, you know, with with no concern of quality. Well, I mean, there's that's to be said for a lot of games out there. Um, let's go back and forth. You name a game that has either been destroyed by sequels or just has far too many. Well, the one I'm going to throw out for myself is is one that probably might get some uh, hate mail about. <laughs> is I, I feel Zelda is getting to that point. Yeah, you know, I'd have to agree. Like I, I love the first one. I probably liked two, you know, a few after that. The second one, um, but more recently, I just it seems like it rides itself now too much. It's like, oh, it's a Zelda game. Everyone's gonna buy it. Yeah, I mean, at this you know? point, I'm like, take, take, make a game. Don't call it Zelda. Make just you know, come yeah. up with an original name. And like right now, there's that fucking princess they could always capture. <laughs> Something's always screwed up in the world viral. <laughs> like it's a horrible world of living. <laughs> I think once they came out with the uh, Zelda and Mario cereal combined in the, the box split down the middle, and then there was the Zelda cartoon, that's when you stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, of course, it was the Mario Brothers movie that was really bad, and that didn't kill Mario for me. <laughs> that movie is pure genius. You just have to understand it. <laughs> My brain is too involved <laughs> to, 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 to uh, understand it, probably. Oh, God. So, all right, do you have another one? I'm trying to think of some other Yeah, others. I mean, I think one company that has almost come out blatantly and just said, we are going to do this, is Activision. They only want games that they quote are annualizable, which means they can put out a game every year on it. And the first one they really started to do that was Guitar Hero. I mean, when it first came out, you're dead. like, it's dead. They literally killed it. And then, uh, now, I think... They'll bring it back eventually, but um, but I think they they beat that horse, yeah, senseless. Oh yeah, which kind of sucks is um, Harmonix's office is up in Boston near us, and I knew some of the guys there. But it, yeah, they and it was funny because you could tell that's what they were doing. They, I don't know if they were. It was either the the strategy of let's get all the money we can really fast type strategy, in this game can't make like I, they might have been geniuses. Maybe Guitar Hero couldn't last as a long-term game, you know, like a Mario or a Sonic did. And so they just got all the money as quick as possible. But yeah, I don't think there's a single person I know that was like a big Guitar Hero fan that still plays it, you know? It's like, yeah. it's it's a basically a dead game. Um, I'm going to throw out another game here that might piss some people off. And this is totally uh, ignoring multiplayer. I think the Modern Warfare series, it's dead. As a single player game, it's like wow. it's like the Madden of first person shooters now. <laughs> the Madden is of Madden. <laughs> not, well, Madden's, like it's basically you're gonna get a new one every year, and it's gonna be better graphics, and you know you might have some more unlockables, and there might be new character names, but the game is the same game over and over again. Like I used to love like the Modern Warfare was coming out. I would I love the first two. I was excited about the games. Like I was like counting down the weeks I could get it. Now it's just like oh okay. You know, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just this whole new generation is just sequel, 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 sequel. I don't know. Yeah. But. You know what other one that really bothers me? Way too, way too many Half-Lives. Oh, wait. Not enough Half-Lives. Yes. <laughs> well, see, I, and maybe if they actually did the episode thing where they actually have an episode coming out every year, then I would 
we could be like too many half lives. Every yeah, an episode every year that would that would have been fine because the episodes aren't super long. That's true. I'm actually getting worried. Uh, I mean, I could see if they did too many because you know Gordon Freeman is getting. Yeah, but now old. they're going the other way. They're not doing enough. Like I don't remember what happened. Yeah, I, know. I agree. I, I should go back and play them. <laughs> I'm like, there was a giant robot dog thing, right? I had, a, I had a gravity gun, and there's some guy with a briefcase always walking around. That's all I remember. I'm not sure. I'm a, I'm, I was going to work, and everything went bad. Wait, and at first, it was like Black Mesa, and then aliens came, yeah. and wait, did they take over the planet? I don't know. I'm, I'm driving in a swamp. Did I drive in a swamp? I'm pretty sure I drove in a swamp. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of another game that uh, I dislike now because of sequels. I don't know. I, I just keep on going back to Sonic because I think that's the best example <laughs> of death. That they just just killed it. Yeah. And, and I actually feel the Sonic one died not because they were just trying to weed money out. Well, they probably, I mean, somewhat were, but also because they thought they had good games. Because the way they talked about it, it was always something they really thought they had great games going on. 18 but. colors. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think we 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 kind of talked that to death anyhow. Yeah, well, there's there's quite a few games out there, and I think what it comes down to is that if you're going to come out with a sequel to the game, make sure that it's it's fresh, and uh, it can definitely... It doesn't have to be a, a total change on the original gameplay. If the original gameplay was successful, upper up-res the graphics and make the story compelling, and I think that that can uh, last it. You know, I, uh, I think though, if you, and don't put it out every six months. Well, that's the one thing you kind of hinted on there is that the, the sequel, the games, the sequels, I like a lot, like the Mass Effects, uh, well, even Bioshock, and those type of games that I really like. The, the sequels that are coming out, and, and I like playing them. Even Max Payne is that that's, they all have really, really strong stories that continue into the next game really well. Where the games that I'm thinking of that I don't like because there's so many sequels is the story was finite, uh, finite, had an ending, a, a, a like really hardcore ending in the first one. And then the game sold so well, so they made a sequel. But since the ending existed in the first one already, they kind of like strung along some reason why to have the sequel that didn't really mesh with the original. Yeah, I think you you nailed it right in the head there. It's the game that you created to be a single entity and never planned to have sequels that made a boatload of cash and all of a sudden then the, the publisher's like, make another one. And you're like, well, oh, shit. And then yeah. they, they make them make another one. But the games that were, you know, like Mass Effect where they literally said, like, this is going to be three games. And yeah. they planned it that way. Uh, do a lot better. So I mean, I think if they're if you're going to do multiple games, it should be planned that way. If you yeah. don't plan it, I think that causes some Which problems. You can, I mean, and there is ways to plan it so that if even if it doesn't sell well, the first game at least makes sense. You know, you don't have to make the other two. <laughs> the first one fails. You know, so yeah. So I, I think we, I think we beat that question senseless. That's right. I beat it with my polished. I, you know what the problem is? We What's had that? too many answers to that question. You know, we we kept having an answer, and then we just came up with another one right away. Damn it! Damn us having answers. <laughs> That's the problem. Too many answers, too quickly. We're too smart. Well, I you know, I just wanted to get the answers out there so we could get as much uh, listeners as possible. All right. Well, how do the listeners get more questions in? Hey, well, that's a great question. 
if they want to send questions about getting questions, they could send their questions to podcast at thronecontrollers.com. Uh, send us those questions in and we will, I mean, I swear we'll butcher the crap out of it. Promise. Uh, also, you can hit us up on the Twitters if you like. Shoot us a message there. We'll uh, grab that or just follow uh, the crazy antics or mad ramblings uh, that we throw up there. You can also uh, see what's going on, the latest news popping up on the Facebook uh, on our site there. And you can, as always, for the love of God, please go to the site, thronecontrollers.com. And check out the latest news, grab the the most up-to-date podcast, which is probably this one, or, or, or the one that's after this one. Uh, check it out. Um, if you still haven't had a chance and you played Gears, go back and listen to our Gears of War special episode where we talk all about uh, Gears of War and uh, uh, what we thought well, about it. With a special it. guest. With a special guest. And... Uh, if you want the short version, just go watch Yahtzee on Zero Punctuation. He pretty much summarizes our whole show right there. Yeah. Material <laughs> for him. And don't but, forget, Controller Talk, man. Did you mention that? I did. I said you can yeah. all the crazy rantings of our lunacies on the, the Twitters on Controller Talk. Yes, yeah, must, absolutely. Adrian at that moment. Well, well, it's always good to repeat. Yes. It's always good to repeat. Yes. It's always good to... Oh, wait. Sorry. Too many sequels. Damn it. <laughs> and until we repeat ourselves again next week, this has been episode 17, and we out. Peace. <laughs>